0: "'The girls—yes, it's what we gay boys call each other—are already sitting on our designated planter, the one farthest from the senior quad, which was our choice and not anyone else's. Isaac, the only white boy among us, is also the only smoker, but that's because he has an after-school job at his father's jewelry store at the mall and can afford the cigarettes.' Trini bums one or two on occasion, especially when she's on the verge of some anxiety attack, which is often since anything from a math quiz to a pimple can push her over the edge. Liberace, yes, as in that Liberace, and I don't even touch the things. Lib, our own delusional overweight beauty queen, because he doesn't want to stain his teeth since he hopes to go into politics someday, and... White teeth are essential for television appearances, and me because both my grandparents died of cancer, and so did my mother. So sucking on a cancer stick is not as sexy to me as it is for Isaac, who sits cross-legged on the corner of the queer planter, ogling the jocks through the lenses of his dark glasses. This generic block of cement with nothing planted in it because we live in the desert and the school needs to conserve water— has been our gathering spot since we started hanging out together. We dubbed it the Queer Planter soon after. We wanted to make it official and paint the name on it, but Principal Beasley—that's Boozley behind his back— made up some excuse that it was defacing school property and that if he allowed that to happen, then the next thing we knew we'd be swimming in graffiti— which would be an improvement on this vomit-colored, brain-dead institution of lesser learning we call Caliente Valley High School? Freshman year, we weren't the fierce foursome we are today, because yours truly wasn't out to himself yet, and Trini had still to transfer from our rival high school in the next town. She was moved to CV High because she almost got herself killed by showing up and dragged homecoming— "'What the hell took you so long, Maui?' Trini says. "'We're like in a state of crisis here, "'trying to figure out if we want to hijack the prom committee "'or the senior trip committee.' "'Easy,' I say. "'The senior trip committee.' "'Told you,' Lib says, flicking his finger at Trini's shoulder. "'But the senior trip committee is all of one or two snapshots "'with the cell phone, and the prom committee is like "'the most influential part of the most important night of the year.' Trini argues. I mean, guys lose their virginity at midnight and girls get pregnant two minutes later. What do you think, Isaac? Isaac shrugs his shoulders. I don't care, he says. I can't lose my virginity ever again or get pregnant, so what do I care about prom night? And I sure as hell can't bake in the sun like the rest of you Mexican girls, so I'm not going to lobby for a trip to the beach either. Isaac lifts his chin and massages his throat. As if he's helping the smoke slide down. So, to summarize, says Trini, and we all know this is how she begins to express her discontent you all are going to help make this the most miserably boring year of my miserably boring life. Drama Queen, Lib sing songs. Trini takes a deep breath. I mean, this is our last year together in this godforsaken town and in this godforsaken school. We already spent three years in the trenches, girls, crying into each other's shoulders, sneaking around the parking lot at Menagerie, hoping some drunk will pick one of us up. Yeah, that was a time to remember, Lib chimes in, and I'm certain we're all transported to the night Trini came up with the bright idea to wear our most provocative clothes and stake out a gay club in Palm Springs. The closest we got to any action was when a guy came over and hurled all over Lib's shoes. But we did it together, Trini insists. We're the fierce foursome. We have to do something to get into the yearbook. Otherwise, no one will remember we were even here. I'm looking to forget, Isaac says. Oh, you shut up, Miss Sour Grapes. Trini snaps, right now, white girls should be seen and not heard. What about you, Passion Flower? I'm so used to hearing Trini take up most of the airtime that I'm caught by surprise. And when she calls me Passion Flower, I'm reminded of how I came out to myself in the first place.